darlings, and welcome to episode 19 of That Was a Huge Rocco Model Life Recap Series. Hello, Shad. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, nothing. Just hanging out, you know, talking about issue seven and issue eight. The last of our 2008 comic series run yeah. uh, before we get to season three. That's right. We're back on back on show. I personally back on show episode. <laughs> I I I enjoy the comics more than I do the show. Yeah. Um. If I'm being honest, we're we're we're. Over Why is that? Why do you think that is? Why don't you aren't you spill your beans? Um. Mm, that's a good question. You like beans because beans I toe. like comics better. Black. Is it? Is that just really where it comes down to? Fava. There's a food truck. Great Northern in uh, Carbondale. Kidney. That sets up on the reg. That only sells beans? They make a navy bean burger that is killer. I believe you. Awesome. And I would try it. Yeah. But I don't want any vegetables on it. <laughs> Wait. Is other than the bean okay. that it's made out of. Okay. I meant like So no, like they do like an onion, like they do no, a grilled onion I don't on want top the of it. Onion. I don't okay. like grilled That's onion. all they put on it. Like it's it's it's, it's just it. they don't put any cheese. Can I get cheese? I think they put cheese on it. I think it's got cheese on it. Okay. Veggie bean or a navy bean burger. Is this a vegetarian option? Yes. So I can have cheese. Yes. Yeah. Not I a mean, vegan option. Yes. And uh, vegans won't eat cheese. Is right. It, what's what's a what is vegan cheese made of? Uh, plant. What one? Do you know plants? I don't know. We could go read the. I got a bag in the fridge. We could a go vegan read the, cheese. Yeah. Does it taste okay? I love vegan cheese. Do you? Uh huh. I don't believe you. I personally love cauliflower pizza. Provide. I prefer uh vegan cheese to regular cheese on certain things you shouldn't fell back in it because you're lactose intolerant <laughs> i'm not uh, lactose intolerant you are no i'm not why I'm, aren't you I, I i am allergic to dairy isn't that the same thing no one i believe gives you more of a bathroom problem let's do this though as a person that is allergic to dairy does that make you just slightly intolerant toward it <laughs> <laughs> the word intolerant yes absolutely yeah yeah you hate not, it i'm not lactose intolerant it's I, not I, the lactose i feel like it's dairy there's a there's a there's which is an, lactose there's right? an associate no lactose is a What's specific part of it's part a protein i don't know all of those sciences you're getting too in-depth for me did but, you know that like i could have like a burmese cat that has a lot of extra fluff and it would be better allergy wise for me than a regular short hair domestic because it's a those long hair. The, the long hair cats like, yeah. like the burmese specifically like human hair well it's like they're the they don't have the uh Dander. as much of that protein compound that causes the allergen gotcha. we were talking about protein compounds i was like that's what reminded me of no it. we weren't like, talking oh. about protein compounds you were talking about protein i, compounds. I mentioned it we were discussing <laughs> it, it together way above my head. when you you and i were discussing protein <laughs> compounds and burgers made of beans yes um no, I do have a dairy allergy. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have a bathroom problem with it. It makes my throat swell and yeah. makes it hard for me to breathe. Ooh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> more, of, more of that, less of the other. That's like me with uh, uh, the things that I'm allergic to. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't want to discuss them because I don't want anybody to poison me. So I... <laughs> So I would it's say definitely not penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am definitely a little bit skewed in that. I enjoy the fact that I don't have an issue, but I don't typically have an issue with cheese because it's so processed. So is that what I was it's more of a raw dairy, like a yogurts, your heavy creams, like those ice cream. Typically mm -hmm. I'll have an issue with those cheese is so processed. Yeah. 
Um, and maybe it's the fact that there are certain things that get skimmed off of cheese when it's made. Like that, milk, skim milk. Maybe the skim. Maybe it's the lactose. I don't know. Well, uh, I was getting at was like, so you're, you're, there's no lactose, I would assume. Because I, I think that's just tied, correlated with dairy specifically in, in the cheeses that you're eating yes. currently. Yes. Maybe I'll have a, a little, maybe I'll put a pinch between my cheek and gum before I leave. No, you can't do it like that. It has to be hot. Is it shredded? Yes. Then how come I can't do it? Because cold. it's going to be gross cold. No. Yes. Why? Then it's not good cheese. <laughs> I need to have cheese both ways be good. <laughs> this is only good warm. That's um like <laughs> if you go to the co-op. Can you put it in a mug milk? and warm it up for me? And then I try to put it between my cheek and gum. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh like the co-op in Carbondale makes a they have every day. Not a sponsor. They have a they make it every they day. They have vegan cheese. Out of plants? Or they have vegan pizza. Yeah. So like the vegan pizza has the vegan cheese on it. Sure. And, I would assume. And whatever other. I would like, hope it has vegan everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then whatever vegetables they might have on. Or it might just be cheese that day. Who knows? Um, but I get that nine times out of ten. For vegans, regular bread, is that okay? Yeah. Regular breads? Yeah, they're not gluten allergy. Vegan and gluten don't necessarily. I just meant like, because like, you don't use eggs and bread, do you? I don't think so. I don't remember. I'm going to say no. Works. I've never. I've made bread, but it's been a long time since I've done that. I'm going to say it's the mostly... last time I did it, it involved a bread maker. <laughs> What's it make? What makes it wet? I thought it was eggs. Maybe it's water. Eggs. Maybe there. Water makes things wet. Maybe you have to get vegan bread. Yeah. Maybe. Do, do, what would that mean? I don't know. Wet it's, bread? <laughs> they use something, a is different there, compound. Is there, is there pizza good? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think I've ever had it. On Tuesdays, pizza. it's two for $5, or it used to be. How big is the uh, like a slices? slices? Yeah, they're like oh. quarters I thought you meant of a like pizza. pizzas, and I was like, "That's a really good deal." They're like, <laughs> they're like, if no, this is this is not audience. You can't see this, so it doesn't matter. It's a um, electric symbol. <laughs> uh, the pizza is bigger than the symbol, sure, and you the get whole a quarter pizza? of it. Yeah, and you get a okay. quarter of it for like three dollars or two for five. So you do the two for five. It's almost like you're On getting a, a Severo one slice. Yeah, I guess so. Pretty close. <laughs> But not thin. It's a little thicker. Yeah. You know what else is thicker? This issue of Rocco's Modern Life, number seven. All right. We got created by Joe Murray, written by Ryan Ferrier, illustrated by Ian McGinty, colors by Fred C. Sersing, and or Sressing, and and Meg Casey. Meg Casey shows up again. And uh, letters by Jim Campbell. Conglomo. Back up and running again. And there are drones flying all over the place. Rocco's working in the, the Conglomo call center, uh, filtering customer service calls. Uh, he has a complaint about the Conglomo pie hole causing issues. So he goes to his boss. He tells Mr. Snooter uh, that has been hundreds of calls already today about pie, the pie hole. That's his PI hole. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Snooter tells Rocco that the pie hole is give, gives customers what they need, not what they want. And to go sell them more of it. So while Rocco, and for, for reference, the pie hole is very similar to the Alexa or uh, mm -hmm. any of those things, which I don't know if there were many of those type of items out at this time. Like no, Siri, a, Siri, is, Siri would have existed, but that was it. Yeah, I don't I mean, think, I don't even know if the Echo was about. Well, they're above their time. They had no idea that you were going to be able to order groceries in a matter of less than 10 years. Yep. <laughs> like, forget it. Your pie hole is Leaps real. and bounds, that Joe Murray. <laughs> <laughs> While Rocco is on his way home from work, a drone asks him if he wants to buy anything. He tells him no. 
but when Rocco gets home, he has a box in his hand indicating that the drone has talked him into buying something. When he gets home uh, from his 14-hour day and his pie hole starts to glitch, uh, it orders him 12 Corinthian leather watch straps, Ooh. 100 Kobe beef patties, and a gold-plated home defibrillator. <laughs> Shortly after the drones surround the house delivering all of his stuff. I feel like gold-plated defibrillator, something in that would not mesh well with trying to shock somebody back to life. Right. Like you would end up getting electrocuted along with the person Absolutely. that's down there. Uh, so later Rocco shows up at Heifer's house. Heifer has a bunch of stuff in it, uh, at his house as well. And Rocco, Rocco asks if he won the lottery or got a new job. Heifer says no. He got it all from the magic talkie gift gift fairy, um, <laughs> referring to one of the drones. Uh, Rocco explains that it all costs money and that heifer says, but I don't has any money. <laughs> uh, then the power goes out at heifer's house and they start a barrel fire inside of his house. Rocco says he is going to tell Mr. Snooter all about this tomorrow. The next day at work, Rocco tells Mr. Snooter, but Snooter tells him that Rocco doesn't solve problems. He just answers the phone. He also shows them the memo from the CEO, Mr. Snake Oil. Conglomo's profits have risen 12,000%. That's a lot. Em employees are receiving a negative $6,000 bonus, and they now have a <laughs> mandatory 80-hour-per-week schedule. Rocco exclaims an alphabet's worth of obscenities and says he is taking his con complaints straight to the top. Rocco goes up to Mr. Snake Oil's office when he sees the CEO, along with two others in black hoods, plotting to take everything from the citizens of O-Town. They say that once they take O-Town, they will take on the entire United States of America. <laughs> uh, Rocco runs out and starts to warn the whole town to disconnect and delete their piehole accounts. Uh, in his revolt, Rocco attacks a drone with a kid's skateboard and smashes it to pieces. Death to consumerism. Onlookers think that he's crazy and say, there's always someone out there, or there's always someone who's just afraid to let themselves be happy. <laughs> Rocco gets rushed away by the ambulance beavers. They say they are taking him to the loony bin so that he's out of sight, out of mind. Rocco asks if they could tell Heifer, Filbert, and Spunky that he won't be home for Dindins. They put him in a cell with, straight jack <laughs> with a straight jacket, and a pie hole is his doctor. Oh, God. To be continued. Yeah. What's your relationship with pie holes? Um, well, my whole home is in integrated with Google pie holes. Are they? Yeah. I have. And by whole home, I mean I have three. You have three? Yeah. I have a. I a, guess a, does a Chromecast with Google TV, though, those count? Because, I mean, they have the speak things on them. But you, you have, have to. I can't really say, you know, hey, like Google my Roku. Or anything. I yeah. Have to, I have to be like. Push the button. the button and yeah. then be like this. No, I, I would say only the things that are just voice, voice activated. activated. Yeah. So I have three of those. Yeah. We got one standard home and then two i guess nests as they're referred to now I gotcha. nest minis what's the the circle thing just the circle google thing those are nests okay those are nest minis and then the nest is like the regular size one i got the and nest then they have the max mini. which is the big boy uh, okay boom box hey. looking guy get the there's a nest mini in this house mm -hmm. there's a facebook portal Ooh. and there's an alexa you use the portal a lot no uh and then the the alexa like screen one uh so we're I'm not brand loyal in this house at all whatsoever. I often wondered about the portal because I'd seen several different things that you could do with it. Like in the people, most of the people that are in like commercials and shit, like we have it in our kitchen because you can yeah. look up recipes and shit yeah. like that for it. But then also do your Facebook, you know, messenger yeah. video conference call thing with it and stuff too. But I didn't know how much use I would get out of it. Yeah. 
probably more so during the pandemic. We did a lot of video calls with the grandparents so that yeah. they could see Betty, but right. that would have been the most that we would have gotten utilized out of it, I think. Yeah, and, and that it was actually a gift from a friend who doesn't live close and yeah. to do the same thing, but um, doesn't get used. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think the fact that it's stationary is a little rough. Like, you're going to yeah. like, and it's in the kitchen, what are you going to do? Just like stand there and talk to somebody for mm-hmm. an hour? Like you're probably gonna you're better off on a phone, even if you want to yeah. see them, you might as well just walk around with the phone yeah. on there. But I feel like that that's like, we saw it discounted. Like it was initially supposed to be at that point in time two years ago, it was supposed to be like two hundred, but right. it was like a hundred and fifty on sale. <laughs> yeah, and now it's in the five dollar bin, probably. But I mean, like <laughs> it's very niche. Like I would assume yeah. that it's Facebook centric. Yeah. Facebook assumed you to be like, hey, if you're gonna be on the go or somewhere else you know, not necessarily in your kitchen or wherever you're going to keep it stationary. You know, you're going to be somewhere else. We expect you to use your phone because you have messenger and you have video call that you can do right there at your fingertips. Yeah. But if you're going to be in this one area, use this, you know, I get it, but it's also like, that's $150 worth of stuff. That's just for uh, one Facebook. app. I might as well just prop up my phone or a tablet and just be like, I can do the same thing now. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You can Chromecast it to your screen or whatever, your TV. Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah. I've never done that. I don't know. (laughs) I just made it up. Uh, our pick, our pickup story on there is Gaday Cafe, written and illustrated by Piranus T. Najokaitis. Najokaitis. What a name! Uh, Rocco tells Heifer that he's feeling a little homesick since he is thirteen thousand kilometers away from home. When an elephant on a scooter says, "In this country, we use miles." You funny speaking rat. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, it is true we do use miles <laughs> and it's also like somebody totally would it's it asshole their way to yes, that absolutely uh heifer takes rocco to the newest casual dining experience in o-town the g'day cafe the staff all say g'day instead of g'day and uh nothing on the menu is anywhere close to culturally accurate rocco is frustrated uh so rocco orders a salad and heifer orders steak which is weird uh, one of which would be believed are beef and would be cannibalism. Uh, and also Rocco tells Hef that steak isn't healthy and Heifer is confused about that. <laughs> uh, when they bring the food, Rocco's salad is a giant steak on the Barbie with a leaf on it. And Rocco <laughs> throws a fit and the waiter tells Rocco he should stop using the fake accent because he might offend the real Australian customers. <laughs> when they go home, Rocco has a package waiting on his front door from his mom. In her letter, she says that she knows that he must get homesick, so she got him a bunch of gift cards to the G'day Cafe. <laughs> the end. How do you feel about the metric system? Um, Fine. I'm pro-metric system. You're a pro-metric system? You use yeah. it more than our, what is the English system called? Uh, it's probably something like normal. I don't think so. I don't think it's called normal. <laughs> it's the normal. I think, I, I think it has a name, but I just don't know what it, what you would call it. Yeah, it does have a name. Uh, I feel dumb not knowing it. It's... uh. I don't know. Uh, it's imperial, maybe. That sounds about right. Like we think of ourselves as imperialists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we I we've feel like conquered there is everything. An imperial system. Uh, I, if I were one of today's U.S. senators, my main thing I would stand on is to convert changing the US everything to over. <laughs> I've tried to do true. my best for for people that I have talked to in my life that are, you know, from other countries. I know that whenever um, John. BB, yeah. shout outs to John BB, uh, was more in my life uh, at whenever he was first coming over here. He was still correlating weather 
and on his phone celsius. and everything would be in celsius yeah. so i made the math uh switches in my head so yeah. that way i knew what to tell him right uh you know if, if he was going to ask it was like it's going to be like 33 out today and it's going to be you know like it's going to be hot as shit today and it's going to be really sunny and humid yeah you know whatever it right. would be going on or something it's uh it doesn't make any sense to not be in metro it's a base 10 you know, it's it's so smart. It's so simple to be yeah. in a base ten system. You say that, and then like, but for me myself, I've I've never, I've never utilized it enough mm. to know exactly. I mean, I know what you mean, and yeah. I, I get it. You know, yeah. you're going most everything is based off of like tenths and hundredths and stuff like yeah. that, and it's an easier conversion for the most part. How many how many centimeters are in a meter? Yeah. 100. Yeah. Centa. One hundred. It's, it's, it's like it's real super simple like that yeah kilo thousand like yeah it's all kind of tied in like that and uh and and then when you go into temperatures your fahrenheit versus celsius uh, you know freezing is zero yeah it what makes more sense than that 32 <laughs> yeah 32 <laughs> is dumb uh and in if we were already there we wouldn't have to convert so you're not you don't have to worry about like 2.45 yeah. centimeters as one inch or anything like that um i feel like doing it now at this point in time in the world and trying to make that conversion happen would be really silly just for the simple fact of they've already tried to do specific things for like like the math courses for the kids right you know what was the type of math that they tried? Core. yeah okay mm -hmm. and it was more simplistic it was more you know everything was broken down to more remedial terms to make more sense and make sense easier right than what we were taught initially growing up in the first place mm -hmm. But it was it's just never been like an easy conversion. It's always been like a huge pain in the ass. Well, nobody complains like. about it now. Not they, now. They complained about it. At, I mean, that's anything. Yeah. You're going to get a couple of years of frustration. Yeah. But Common Core, I felt like was uh, was specifically created to help kids better understand math in a way that would eventually relate to programming. Mm -hmm. Is the way that I saw it. I felt like it was. It was kind of it was a smarter way yeah. to like, hey, you're going to understand. And I, I always hear people do the uh, we don't teach our kids cursive anymore. And I'm just like, I get that, though, because curves, it's stupid. Yeah, absolutely. If everybody, under, everybody that. understands yeah. standard handwriting. Yes. And you can read it that much more. Nobody's easier. worried about that. It's like you, the fact that we don't know what side of the table the forks go on. Like, yeah. It's stuff that isn't important to today's culture. Cursive. Yeah. Fancy handwriting isn't important to today's culture. No, not at all. Um, in in the same way that like, but I I think that there's a there's a fair trade here. If we want as a country, that's as, important these uh, days. Fair uh, trade. Yes, right. Uh, <laughs> if we want the world to make English the uh the the universal language, which I feel like we're in that direction. Yeah. Then the states need to make a little bit of a a, a a swing to the left and go, okay, everybody else is learning English. Let's learn metric. Yeah. Because everybody else is on metric. There's like very few handful of countries that are not. I got to tell you, as, as the person that I am, I would do everything that needed to be done to adapt because I'm very much so that type of person. Right. And it makes sense to do so to me. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate for here because both of us agree on something. <laughs> and I'm also just being like, this conversation can't keep going if we don't have somebody being like, yeah, I mean, but. You and know. I've got even an argument for people who are not, let's say, as liberal with their feelings of 
working together in non-liberals a, gross <laughs> is that and not that not that one is tied to the other but if you are a gun person if you like out. if you like guns, watch what you're doing i know what i'm doing <laughs> all of the calibers uh-huh. are in metric oh look at you <laughs> like because it's the Uzi bullet. nine millimeter because like who'd ever thought that i'd beat off my teacher don't put that in the podcast <laughs> What? It's a, it was an old rap from Narkill. Um, Remember Brandon DeCamillo's oh, yes. old like stupid band yes. from CKY. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all of your like your twenty two caliber, like yeah. your all of the, those are yeah, metric literally magical of the bullet. Yeah, yeah. So uh, or it's the weight of the it's it, like it's the weight of the lead. I don't know. I'm not well. Regardless of whichever way you swing it, it is metric, and that is a good point. But at the same time, I don't think that they know even like why how often yeah that's what i meant like they know why as in like this is a 50 cal because it's a bigger bullet it's like a huge slug right this is a nine millimeter it's a tiny slug we know that it's smaller you know right. what i mean like like that i don't think that they really put two and two together the fact that that's that that's a very good point though yes. to bring up yes yeah and the fact that like okay so if we measure in centimeters there are two more than two and a half it's 2.54 centimeters in an inch Mm-hmm. So if you have a six inch, you know what? Ooh, you're talking about closer to like 15 centimeter. Yeah, it's a bigger number. And also, I like to use the word centimeter, Peter. <laughs> and that just rolls off the tongue better than I got a 15 centimeter, Peter. Than I have a 15 inch cock. That's right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like something like that. Absolutely. 15 inch cock. That I meant six inch. <laughs> it's my <eight>. bad. <laughs> Yes. Uh, this is created by Joe Murray. Uh, who knew? Same creative team all the way through. Uh, written by Ryan Perrier. Illustrated by Ian McGinty. Colors by Fred C. Stressing and Meg Casey. Letters by Jim Campbell. And another, another great, great, great cover by Jorge Monlongo. At the Conglomo Insane Asylum, with the sign saying, yes, we're still open. <laughs> we see that Rocco is in group therapy session, but he still feels the same about Conglomo. So they transport him back to his cell, uh, Hannibal Lecter style, like like on the full stretcher with the mask and everything. Then the cell door opens and Heifer and Filbert are in there dressed as doctors all of a sudden. Uh, they call him Mr. Banana Pants and tell him that they're going to break him out. They exit the hospital in one jacket stacked up. They almost get caught when the beavers tell them to stop in their name of in the na- stop in the name of medicine. Is it the same beavers like the Hup Hup beavers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but they run out and and into a hot dog car that Heifer is driving. He didn't want to take his car because he didn't because he, he wanted to be discreet. Uh, Rocco tells him this was his worst idea. I get it, but also where did he get it? You know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know if he's got a friend who works or at the, he stole or it. he stole it. One of the two. <laughs> is that the same? Is that the uh, hot dog car like the sausage place from the episode with the cult? Oh, it could. You know be. what I'm talking about the yeah. the sausage cult. Mm-hmm. Um, as they're getting away, the drones spot them and start to chase them. As they race through the streets of O-Town, a mustard truck that has, uh, has a spill on the streets. They crash into the mustard and say, holy schnitzel, this hot ride is ballparked. <laughs> a lot of puns in this one. <laughs> At the conglomo offices, Mr. Snake Oil is frustrated with Rocco's getaway and decides to bestow upon the sheeple a clearance sale to distract them from Rocco. 
At the scene of the crash, the O-Town News, with a Z, mm -hmm. is there and interviews Rocco, who tells everyone to unplug their pie holes and hide your money because Conglomo is trying to control the city. Bury your money in the backyard. Mm -hmm. At that time... PVC pipe. <laughs> that's right. At the time, a blimp flies through the sky saying 50% off of everything, and Rocco loses the news crew. Rocco and his friends are then bombarded by drones who want to, them to restock their lives when Filbert hacks the drone systems. I, I, he could do this the whole time. Uh, overrides the program, causing the drones to explode. Heifer says they now need to find a relish truck when Rocco gets an idea. He tells them, let's put an egg in our shoes and beat it. <laughs> they go to the conglomerate. I get it. That's real clever. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Let's go. Uh, bleh. They go to the conglomerate building dressed as security guards and relieve the current guard from their duty with ease. Filbert hacks into the blimp screen feed while Rocco has now boarded the blimp. Filbert puts a rant of snake. Oh, Filbert puts the rant of Mr. Snake Oil talking about taking over the town and tricking the citizens into buying everyone on the blimp screen for everyone to see. This news causes a riot in the streets of O-Town, and they begin to burn the whole city down. Rocco and his friends are sad to see the city in shambles at first, but then Rocco realizes that the playing, uh, the playing is now leveled. Everyone has spent all of their money and are broke, so everyone is starting out at zero altogether. The only thing has, uh, he has is everyone else has forgot about family. They pack up the house and move into the blimp. The end. <laughs> so it's really cool. The ending of this is literally what they're what Tyler and Jack are trying to accomplish in Fight Club. They want to tear down the they're, city. They're, and... they're, they're, the reason they, they did those buildings yeah. with the bombs is because those were all like major credit card companies and right. banks. Yeah. And they were trying to flatten the playing ground to zero. So, so everybody can start everybody it. was starting at zero. There's yeah. no hierarchy, no nothing. Everybody is the same. And that's what Rocco and his friends do. They, they did that on accident. They this, just... this is basically Fight Club Junior. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they live in a blimp at the end of this series. Yeah, why not? It's it's interesting. Um, have you ever seen they a lived real... lived in a spaceship for over 20 years. That's a good point. <laughs> have you ever seen a real full-sized blimp? Like, um, yeah, like, at, 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 at an real? air show before. Okay. Yeah, it's an air show. You've mm -hmm. been to an air show before. Yeah, they had used to have them. I mean, I think they still do in Marion. Okay. Um, from the airport there, they used yeah. to have them there annually. I went several times as a kid. They used to have uh, the Blue Angels. You know who the Blue Angels are? They're brothers to the Hell's Angels. They're not. These are uh, they're those uh, fighter pilots. The fighter pilots, yeah. yeah, from like the Navy, and they have the the Blue Angels team. They have like all kinds of different like flight coordinations and stuff like that. They used to have Blue Angels do a show oh, okay there as well but i'm almost positive i've seen a blimp there before i don't know it would be like a full-size blimp but i mean you're talking about the cockpit's still like it's just the size of it's like tiny, a small yeah. plane but the, yeah. just two people they just have a giant fucking balloon on top right. of their heads yeah absolutely it's yeah. uh it's gotham-esque that's a, in my head i think of like you batman, think of, the animated it, it, series like batman 89 with the one that leaks the gas out all yeah. over the place <laughs> absolutely i've never seen one in real life yeah. I don't think. Not that I can think of. Or Indiana Jones. There's the one in Indiana one. Jones? Oh, third one. Yeah. Tickets, please. And they, like, punch him. Oh, I'll throw him off the blimp. One of the Nazi guys. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and just say this. That was the last crusade. Not the last one. The last one in the trilogy. I'm not counting Crystal Skull, even though there's going to be a fifth one. Understood. <laughs> um, 
I don't know if I've seen any of them all the way through. That's weird. I know. It is weird. I think like they're great movies. Honestly, I love the writing and everything to them. Raiders is a classic. Uh, Temple of Doom. I love the story behind Temple of Doom, but there's some acting that's in it uh, that's not great. And I love everything about The Last Crusade. The Last Crusade was actually, for some reason, the first one I saw. Okay. Out of all three of them, then I've I went back and watched of all, all of them. them. I've seen parts of them, but yeah. I don't think I just don't think I've ever seen them all the way from. Through. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think I think they're good classic films. As far oh as, like, yeah. A good action I would genre ag- goes. I would agree. And I don't even never even seen them. Uh, George Lucas pickup story is Matrimony, uh, written and mm-hmm. illustrated by Lucy Ebre. Uh, Bev is lying awake in bed, worrying about her relationship with Ed, when Bev finds an article on her phone on how to turn your man's head from Deus Ex Magazine. Is it supposed to be Deus? I think it's Deus, yeah. Deus Ex Magazine. Deus Ex Magazine. Uh, The first tip is to jazzle up your face. Uh, So instead of a jewel or two, Bev does all the way down to her neck. Ed runs out of the house screaming scared of her. I like that it's jazzle. Yeah. And like be- instead of bedazzle, you jazzle. Bedazzle. Uh, the next tip is to elevate yourself with a new do. Ed tells her to get the rat's nest out of her, uh, out of the way of the TV after she does her brand new tall do. The next is nailed it to do her nails. She makes them real long, and Ed is scared of that too. Uh, next is tasteful tans. Keep them guessing. And then she puts on a thick spray tan that looks like it's staining the sheets. Ed confronts her and says... He can't take much more of this, and Bev explodes on him, explaining that all she wanted to do was get a little attention from her husband. That night, Ed comes into the bedroom looking hip. Uh, Bev forgives him, and he asks if he can take off the stupid get-up, and she says, you better. Uh, Do it in her voice. (laughs) You better. There you go. Uh, then we see Heifer wearing Ed's hip clothing and says, can you believe Mr. Bighead would just throw these out? The end. I love it. Have you ever used any of the relation relationship advice from a magazine like that, like a Cosmo? I will tell you, there's a uh, an online article, like just this past week alone, that <laughs> Mandy had sent me, and it was basically um, what type of um, what type of way do you show love, like your love language? Kind yeah, of your, that's exactly. I was trying to get there, and I couldn't think of the name of it. Yeah. Like a love language, what type of like love language you share? And it was like fifty questions that you just go through, and it kind of gives you like a pie chart percentage breakdown oh, okay. of like what types of love language. Like this is your most in the pie chart, and then goes on its way down and stuff. And she sent that to me. She was just like, "I think we should try this just to see exactly where we're at yeah. because it's been a long time since we've done anything like that." Well, it's good for like communication overall. I mean, yeah. And that's, I think that's kind of, nobody wants to say it because everybody wants the quick fix, but like at the, at the end of it all, all of those articles of like five ways to please your man or whatever yeah. is really comes down to like they even have, communication. Cause I think it gives you like, it's like you can save the little thing and I saved the image and yeah. I sent mine to her. So I might even have like what my thing was. It's like, talk about your stuff with the person you you're interested in. So mine, ours was like flip-flopped. Mine, because uh, it broke it down in the percentage, 37% on mine was Snoogans. the highest, and it was quality time. Um, so it's just actually being with a person that you love. Um, 
as long as it's even just in the same right. room, just like kind sitting of on thing. the couch, even just like and chilling. then like close behind that was thirty percent, which was like physical touch. Yeah. So I mean, like clearly, like I want to be with her and I want us touching. Yeah. You know, that's Netflix like and chill. Yeah, and hers was literally the opposite. She was just like more physical chill, touch with the quality. Time maybe some well. Netflix later. Um, but yeah, like like they like there are so many questions in that fucking thing that were like front ended with gift giving. You know, like, uh, is it important for you to get gifts or to ah. give gifts and stuff? And my gift giving thing was like 3%. Like, it was like the lowest thing. Yeah. I was just like, I could care less about the gifts. I just want to spend time with yeah. the person that I love. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it's it's been a long time before that. But I mean, it's kind of weird that that was the question that was brought up now. But it yeah. was literally like a week ago today. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I've, uh, of course, I've always been uh, interested to be like, to read the like 10 things to do to blah, 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 spice yeah. up, blah. I don't think I've ever done any of them, but it's always like it's interesting to see from what perspective anybody wants to take that as like yeah. you and it's funny to to get like a a a maybe a woman's perspective on how to please your man when you maybe a guy should be writing that to be like, no, this is all I need. Yeah. Like and and of course, like you had in this quiz is like that's not gonna work for everybody anyways, because yeah. like Exactly. Somebody might be a Netflix per- somebody, and somebody might be a chill somebody, and somebody's yeah. like, "Give me a gift." So like, everybody's gonna have their different ways of pleasing somebody, anyways. Yeah, but I'm glad I'm not with somebody that has to have gifts constantly. Kind oh of yeah, thing. that would be real. Just a relationship based on a like purely gift giving is yeah. just kind of odd to me. Just to think about that, but I've been and I, I've agreed. I agree with her. You know, it was like, I, I, and that's why I was just like, you know, I'm, of course I'll do it just to yeah. see where. But it's nice to know, like. If nothing else, just to see from the headspace that your partner is in. Right. Absolutely. Um, and just kind of thinking about that. And if there's something that's just like, oh, she's slowly becoming more gift oriented and I'm not giving gifts. Yeah. I need to either work on that or we need to have a discussion about being like, hey, look, I'm not going to start giving gifts now. All of a sudden, like daddy this. got no money. I yeah. One daddy got no money Two, uh, daddy ain't about that life. So yeah. podcast day is a very dangerous day. This has been IFNZ Production. Yeah.